Arizona, North Dakota State is almost here. What do you need to know about the North Dakota State Bison? And what does Arizona need to do to be able to get a victory against the Bison here in Tucson? Let's get started here on Locked on Wildcats. You are Locked on Wildcats. Your daily podcast on the Arizona Wildcats. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thanks for keeping it locked on, Wildcats. I am your host, Mike Luke. All right, we've got a lot to get to today. We're going to talk about Arizona and North Dakota State. We're going to talk about what uh, a win for Arizona would mean, what you need to know about North Dakota State, all kinds of good stuff. But first, let's get started here on what you need to know about North Dakota State. And, you know, sometimes sometimes uh, programs, football programs have stereotypes because, well, quite frankly, uh, sometimes that there's a little bit of truth to them. And with North Dakota State, what you think is pretty much what you're going to get. And there's not exactly a lot of uh, secret to that. And it starts with, on offense for North Dakota State, it starts with their running game. And that starts with Hunter Lipke. Now, when you look at Hunter Lipke, he's about 6'2", 230. This is a guy that's going to play in the NFL. He's probably going to be a Mike Allstott type and that, you know, he can, uh, he plays fullback, but he can catch passes. He can run between the tackles. He's just a really good player. There's no doubt about it. And he's one of the best players in FCS football. And I think he's going to continue to be that way. Um, now, what makes them unique, though, is that they've got eight different, uh, they've got eight different um, running backs who, Run the ball. This is not a, uh, you know, you hear about running back by committee, but, and, but, you know, when you look at the running back by committee, there's generally three guys. I mean, heck, maybe four. North Dakota State's got about eight different dudes that run. And those eight different guys that run are all, they're all effective at what they do. That's why North Dakota State is, uh, is fascinating. And almost all of them are downhill runners. And, Basically, what they try to do is they try to wear you down. They try to get you into the, uh, they try to get you into, you know, uh, or try to get themselves into second and short, third and short, and stay ahead of the chains. And honestly, they're able to do it. And a big reason that they're able to do it is because of the strength of their offensive line, their defensive line, and what they're able to do out there. Now, Hunter Lipke is obviously the guy that is going to get the majority of the carries. I would expect him to, you know, generally they'll go eight carries, six carries, four carries. I would look for him to probably get more like 13, 14, 15 carries. This is their biggest game of the season. They're going against a power five team. And when you're going against a power five team, you generally try to get your best players the ball. You generally try to get the best players a little bit more than, you know, what, uh, what uh, you, you generally get. Um, when, uh, when, when I watch this team though, I also think that, um, I also think though, that they don't have the talent that Arizona does again, not a real, um, not a real, uh, you know, explosive offense in that, they, like I said, they got to stay ahead of the chains. You look at Cam Miller, their quarterback. He's also a player that he runs or, you know, he can run around a little bit again, 
He's not Michael Vick. He's not going to be making a ton of plays out there, but he can get out there and he can make some plays, especially with his feet. Um, he's not a bad, he's not a bad quarterback by any means, but if they get down early, I don't know that they're going to be able to have the capacity to be able to come back. And that's kind of what the beauty of North Dakota state is, is that, you know, what you're going to be able to get, you know, that, uh, you know, they're going to come right at you. There's no real secret to what they're going to do. And for Johnny Nansen, it's going to be fascinating to see what he does because Johnny Nansen has done, first of all, I think Nansen's done a great job as the DC so far. Um, you forced five turnovers in two games. Yes, please. You've, uh, the defensive line has been more productive than anything we've seen in recent memory here at the U of A. All kinds of good stuff, to be honest with you, from Johnny Nansen and his group of guys. Um, but now I would imagine, and this is just a guess, no inside information, you're probably going to go with a 4-3 type defense against North Dakota State. You need to have more guys in that box um, because, again, they're going to come right at you. There's absolutely no secret as to what they're going to do. And if you know that somebody's going to come right at you, then you know what? If you don't have, if you're not big enough and you need to be able to uh, re uh, reevaluate where your uh, personnel is, then you're going to uh, you're going to have an idea then about where uh, where everybody is. I think at the safety slash linebacker position, you it wouldn't surprise me at all if you had a you know a Jacob Manu in there. He's been a player. Keep in mind when you look at that Servite, uh, all that uh, those Servite players from Key and Burnett to uh, uh, T-Mac, to Noah Fafita. Jacob Manu, I think, was viewed by a lot of people as kind of a throw-in. But if you talk with anybody that knows, Jacob Manu is 100% um, – Jacob Manu is 100% the, uh, uh, the epitome of a good OKG, which you're more than okay with. Um but you don't want to load your uh, roster with him, but he's instinctive. He's small. He's strong. He's smart. Um, if he gets in there, you kind of get the sense like you do a little bit with Noah Fafita that this probably won't, uh, this he's probably not coming out of the lineup anytime soon. So you, again, that's kind of where you look at it right there. Now from the uh, Arizona though, you, if you can get ahead, then if you can get ahead, then North Dakota State's not really equipped to be able to come back. Now they can. I'm not making it out like they can't get a first down or anything like that. But uh, you're also you're also kind of playing with fire to a certain extent, though, because um, because you. You don't want to be it. You don't want to, you don't want this to be a close game going into the fourth quarter. You just don't want that to be the case. Um, that's why you want to get ahead. You want to be able to get ahead early. Now, offensively, let's talk about a little bit where Arizona is because offensively, this is a big part of what they need to be able to do. Arizona's got to score the football. Um, I know North Dakota State is big and physical. I get all of that. Totally get it. Totally comprehend. But where you're also thinking, what you're also looking at though, is a team in Arizona that's just got better skill position players. Jaden Delora is a better quarterback than Cam Miller. There's, you know, not being mean to Cam Miller. Nothing personal against Cam Miller. I'm sure Cam Miller, Cam Miller is a good player. He can play. There's no doubt about that. But you're also looking at players though that you should be, you should be better than. There aren't any Jacob Cowings on North Dakota State. There aren't any T Max. There's nobody like that. 
Um, they're solid in what they do, but Arizona's more dynamic. And you look at how Arizona played against Mississippi State. One of their big problems was the snap off the ball in that you know Mississippi State was able to get into the backfield and they were able to get into the backfield early. That can't be the case here against North Dakota State. Again, North Dakota State's got one of the better pass rushers in the entire uh, FCS, but again, this is FCS. We need to keep that in mind here. FCS is a different ball game than playing big t- or you know power 5 football. And that is not a uh, um that is not a you know, a a detriment to anything out there. Um, It's just the way that it is. North Dakota State is uh, on a lower level. Now, they could easily win this game. And that's one thing I want to get to real quick. I keep hearing hearing North Dakota State people saying, nobody's giving us a chance of winning this game. Guys, it's like a pick them. Betting-wise, and sometimes in some ways, they're favored. So, again, a lot of people are giving you a chance. Um, But this is a game that I do believe that Arizona should win. If this was playing last year, I would absolutely not take uh, Arizona. I think that North Dakota State would better program, uh, you know, just more consistent, better players. I think they got like 12 or 13 players in the NFL. But right now, they're playing more of a, uh, you know, this is a little bit different team. This isn't your vintage North Dakota State team. That's something I think to certainly keep in mind. Now, with uh, but with Arizona, you got to be able to score some points. You got to be able to get ahead, and I think they can. Honestly, um, we'll get to my prediction tomorrow. But I think that this is going to be about a ten point Arizona win, and it's not anything. It's not a condemnation of North Dakota State at all. It's that I think that Vegas is still a little bit behind the Arizona. Um, I uh, I think that Arizona is still a little bit behind the. Uh, or Vegas is a little bit behind that Arizona doesn't totally stink. And I get that, that, you know, it's been arguably the worst power five program the last three, four years, totally get all of that. But this was also a massive recruiting class that you brought in. It was a massive transfer portal class as well. And that changed things again. Look at, look at all the new players that you have in here. Some of your best players, a Jaden Delora was not here last year. A Jacob Cowling was not here last year. A T-Mac was not here last year. The running game for Arizona, not here last year. A Jonah Savanea, not here. Hunter Eccles, not here. Jerry Roberts was hurt for a good percentage of the time. Um, so, you know, this is a, this is a different squad. I'm not saying that they're going to be, uh, you know, that they're going to win nine or 10 games, but I think that Arizona can win five or six games this year. And, uh, you know, that's certainly a, a, a different position. But this is also a game, though, if you're Arizona and you can go into conference play next week at 2-1, and one, you'll take that every single day of the week. I think a lot of – the big concern that I think a lot of people had was that Arizona was going to be 0-3. And, and if you're 0-3, going into conference play, it's a little bit more – it's obviously a little bit more difficult. So, being out, although being up the way they are, that's the – you know, that's kind of where we're at right now. Now, special teams, though, is going to be fascinating. I would like to see Speedy Luke, Fam, as we call him on this show, I'd like to see Speedy start getting uh, getting more involved in the game. Um, I know that they're scared, or I don't want to say scared. That's probably not the right word. And by the way, I apologize. I keep getting an eyelash in my eye, and it's very aggravating. But Speedy Luke is a guy that um, – I thought would be returning kicks from day one. And I keep hearing, well, you know what? You can't really return the kick. You can't really have him return kicks because 
He's, uh, you know, he's a little bit, uh, you know, he's a little bit undersized, whatever the case, whatever the case may be. I don't really, I don't really subscribe to that theory. I mean, again, we're looking at, look at a D Anthony Thomas, for example, uh, out of Oregon back in the day, D Anthony Thomas comes in and he was a smaller dude. I mean, D Anthony Thomas is about five, seven, one eighty or five, seven, one seventy, whatever the case and you didn't see Oregon say, you know, well, he's a little too small. We can't use him. No, you use him because he's really fast and he's good. I'd like to see Speedy Luke kind of use that same way. And again, this is coming from somebody in me that is totally in on the Jed Fish coaching staff. I love everything. I love what they've done. So again, these this is nitpicking, but I would like to see Speedy Luke get involved a little bit more in the overall uh, just scheme of getting him the ball. Um, and you know, North Dakota state might be a good game to be able to get that. You got a bit, a lot of big, strong guys out there, but speedy Luke's going to be the fastest guy in the field and speedy Luke's generally going to be the fastest guy out there, period. So, you know, some, certainly something to keep in mind right there. Um, but this is also a big game for Jaden Delora, uh, obviously played very well against San Diego state played terribly against Mississippi state. I think that he's going to have a bounce back here. A big reason, though, for the Mississippi State, I think, debacle was that he was running from his for his life from day one. He was the second he snapped that football. He was it or this football was snapped to him. He was looking around. I mean, there were plays when he's having to run around and he's having to reverse. He's having to double reverse, and you know that's just not that's just not where. That's just not where you want to be, to be quite frank with you. Um, this is a game for the offensive line to get right. Again, North Dakota State has some very good pass rushers, um, especially on the edges. But this is a game for Arizona to be able to get right right there. And I'd like to be able to see that at least occur. I think there's certainly the possibility that that can occur. Okay. Now, special teams-wise, just keep doing what you're doing. I, again, I love, uh, I'd love to see Speedy Luke get involved more. But special teams-wise... I'd love to see the punter get, uh, you know, uh, Kyle Ostendorp, keep doing what you're doing. Tyler Loop, you've been fantastic as well. That's um, You just need to be able to keep that one up right there. But good stuff on that front. All right. In a minute, we're going to talk a little bit Arizona basketball. Keep in mind, tomorrow I'm going to be giving you my prediction on uh, Arizona football and who wins. But first, let's talk about the Bet Online Sportsbook. You hear it all the time. Well, you know what? I'd like to bet, but I don't really know how all of this works. I'm a little confused on what's going on. All of that stuff. With the Bet Online Sportsbook, you're able to hop in there and it's just easy for you. There's no doubt about it that you're able to hop in there and you're able to exactly what you want. Um, I do think that uh, I do think that Arizona is uh, in the spot right now where. You know, if you can, if you can get in there, if you can win, if you can win this game, or excuse me, if you can win this game, and I'm predicting Arizona to win this game, the Bet Online Sportsbook is the place to be able to make it happen. Check it out. We're going to take a quick break, and we're going to get back, and we're going to talk a little bit of Arizona hoops. Thanks for keeping it locked on, Wildcats. I am your host, Mike Luke. All right, we're going to get to a little bit of Arizona basketball right now. Um, got some recruiting news, obviously. Uh, Cody Williams, my guy, out of Gilbert Perry High School, and uh, obviously up in Gilbert, he is. Uh, um, he coaching staff went into this season, or excuse me, into the uh, evaluation period, not offering Cody Williams, but wanted to see exactly where he stood. 
to be able to see, you know, kind of where, where he was in the grand scheme of things. And uh, watching the same games that I, Tommy Lloyd watched, um, Tommy Lloyd came away and said, yep, that's a guy that we need to offer a scholarship to. They quickly did. And um, Arizona is obviously one of his final eight schools. Tommy Lloyd had an in-home with him. And I always tell this to people that if, um, if Arizona prioritizes an in-state kid, that's not, you know, a, like uh, somebody coming in, that's not a, a native Arizona. If they come in there and they uh, prioritize, prioritize that kid, generally they end up getting him. And I'm kind of of that opinion too with Cody Williams that I think that if Arizona, uh, that Arizona probably will end up with him. And that's obviously a very good thing. If you end up with him, he is a, he's the kind of guy that you can put at, you know, you can put him at the two, you can put him at the three, you can put him at the four. He's got to get a little bit stronger. There's no doubt about that, but he'll get to that point for sure. Um, he comes from basketball, a great basketball lineage. Again, as you, many of you know, his brother Jalen Williams was kind of a late bloomer, went to Santa Clara, became a top 15 pick. I think Cody Williams has all of that potential and more. Again, the only thing with him is he's got to tighten up the handle. But again, he's 17 years old. He's physically, he's obviously young. But this is a great move by Tommy Lloyd to prioritize him. On top of that, he's a great kid as well. So that's the kind of game. That's the kind of thing you win with. You win big with kids that are native, uh, you know, that are native Arizonans that can uh, go in there and help you win some basketball games. There's, you know, there's just really no doubt about that. So we'll keep you up to date on what happens there with Cody Williams. We're going to take a quick break. We're going to talk one of, about one of his teammates and then another player before signing off. Thanks for keeping it locked on Wildcats. I am your host, Mike Luke. All right. Now let's talk a little bit about uh, uh, one other player too, that has shot up the rankings that I'm not, uh, that I absolutely love. And that's Zoom Diallo, point guard out of the Northwest. I watched him this summer when Tommy Lloyd watched him and you could tell that he was next level. He was, he's kind of what that Kentucky point guard uh, looks like. He's about six foot four, something, something like that. And he's just athletic. He's strong. He's physically imposing. Arizona was one of the first big time schools to offer him. Him and Dedon Thomas are the priorities in the class in the 2024 position. And um, both of them are a little bit different. Zoom Diallo to me is the guy that's going to be in the NBA in a year or two, whereas Dedon Thomas is probably more of a three or a four year guy. But I could see them both easily being all Americans during their time in college. Both of them are really good, just drastically different guys. Dedon Thomas is smaller. He's a lefty, but comes another guy that comes from a basketball family. So certainly something to keep in mind. And then before we sign off, Dylan Anderson. Another guy out of Gilbert Perry, Arizona freshman. Got to talk about him for a minute. I am a big, big Dylan Anderson fan, and I'm going to continue to be a big Dylan Anderson fan. What I really like about Dylan Anderson is that, yes, he fell down the rankings. I totally get that, but he's fluid. He can move a little bit. He's skilled. And Tommy Lloyd talked about how he was going to be a a player that would be able to um, put on some good weight. He's pretty fluid. And like I said, I'd like to see a red shirt uh, from him this year. And if you see a red shirt from him, I think he comes back and I think he's able to contribute a little bit next year. But I do think either way by year three or four in the program, he's going to be a problem. And I think an NBA future is there. All right. As always, 
everyone, thanks for listening to Locked On Wildcats. We will be back with you tomorrow with our Arizona score prediction and a ton more. You all have a great Thursday. Back the A. You've been listening to Locked On Wildcats podcast.